0: Hello and welcome to Floor Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm your host, Mike McFadden. Joining me today are Robbie Silver, Lexi Silver, Mike Weinan, and Courtney Mueller. Thank you all for joining me today.
1: Glad to be here. I like that we have a different crew today.
0: Yeah, yeah. the, uh, the listeners probably uh, don't know except that they just heard a lady's voice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's debatable <laughs> All
0: right, well, it's been a little while since we've been uh, together last recording and we have some new guests So I thought we would whip around and check in with each other to see what's new in our lives Michael Wine and I thought that we would start with you. What's new?
3: Yeah, I mentioned uh, on, on the last, um, last episode that I, I started a new job mid-quarantine um, So going through onboarding there all virtually, um, kind of odd but um, it's been exciting. And, uh, and, and so uh, no awkward uh, handshakes or anything on the first day, which was, uh, nice. which was a bust.
1: Are you, is your job, whatever job you have, are you going into the office now or is this more of a work from home for the time being?
3: So work from home indefinitely uh, i live in texas which has had a hundred thousand new cases i think in the last two weeks so of right. so. wow everything's bigger in texas yeah so uh don't, well don't people just with refuse with to texas. wear masks
2: <laughs> well now but, you're required i i read a recent yeah, article which is nice which is so,
1: I, hey. yeah but it's it's required in quotation marks in some <laughs> yes. places
2: it's loosely. loosely These damn
1: Yankees are requiring <laughs> us to wear a mask.
0: All right. Very cool, Mike. Uh Robbie, let's go to you. What's going on in your life?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, since we last spoke, uh it was our daughter's first birthday. Yeah. Celebrate. Happy Thank birthday to you. Drew.
4: Happy yeah, birthday, and, and
1: my wife, Lexi, who you'll also meet in a second here, it was also her daughter's first birthday. Uh, <laughs>
0: what a coincidence!
2: If you wow. can believe how it? did that work? There's <laughs> definitely
0: going to be somebody listening being like, Oh, they both had kids and got married. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, like we had an adventure with a groundhog that decided to live in our car engine for a few weeks and <laughs> um, make it so that the car didn't run anymore. West Virginia <clears throat> um, will do that. West okay. Virginia. I think West Virginia uh, law you means mean? the
3: groundhog owns that car now.
1: Yeah, those are the West Virginia rules. It's written in the bylaws. The law is actually from 1842, but they never actually changed it on the books. So <laughs> technically, yes.
0: Wow. Did did it get under the hood? Or like when you say in the engine, Just, what do you, you mean?
4: You got yeah. to the story, Robbie.
1: The, so I, I,
0: turned
1: on, I turned on the car last week and the car barely started. It was rumbling like a roller coaster. The check engine light was blinking on and off. I tried to start moving, barely got anywhere. Stopped the car, popped the hood. And what did I see but a big hole in the engine. And what do I mean by hole? For the previous two (laughs) weeks, what do I mean by a hole? Mm. For the previous two weeks, Lexi and I had noticed little pieces of black foam scattered in our yard around the car. Didn't really think much of it. We thought maybe the lawnmower chopped something up accidentally. Well, as it turns out, those pieces of black foam were part of a complete cover around the engine that most cars have, and a groundhog tore up that cover, shredded its pieces, so that they could get to the goods inside, which are engine wires. Groundhogs apparently love the taste of wires, and the wires were completely frayed, torn apart, not connected with one another. And those wires apparently make the car go and stay <laughs> together. So that really sucks. They're not and just show wires. <laughs> not just show wires. Apparently, they have a purpose. Hmm. And had to call a tow truck. Couldn't come until the next morning. Next morning, just for fun, popped the hood again just to see what was up. And as the cherry on top, the groundhog decided to go to the bathroom on the engine. Two logs, groundhog poop. In well, it's the full engine. of wire.
3: That stuff goes right through
4: you.
1: Yep. Right, it's like fiber.
0: (laughs) Wow, Lexi, what's going on in your life? (laughs) Also, that
4: that is also happening in my life. Um, But as Robbie said, Drew turned one year old, which is crazy and kind of weird to celebrate a birthday during these times. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had to do, you know, like a Zoom family birthday thing. Um, but on the plus side, I did learn how to bake a cake with no eggs because our daughter is allergic to eggs. Great! So cool. that was an accomplishment. But more and the cake was delicious.
1: I can vouch for yes, it. Yes,
4: the cake was awesome. Were you um,
0: able to get the ingredients that you need for a cake? Because when it was Jack's birthday, we were in like heavy lockdown. And so it was mm. more like a muffin with homemade frosting. It was good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was able to get everything, thankfully.
0: Uh, Michelle did a good job whipping it from scratch. Very yes, cool. but
4: a uh, second update and more importantly is I know in the second episode, you guys talked about uh, our bathroom setup, the accoutrement, if you will, that I've uh, added to our bathroom. Um, oh, really? What's fixins. I believe they were cool. called fixins. Fixins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've been successfully living without them now for three months. So that, right. good, for you. Yeah.
2: good
0: for you. Very cool. All right. Um, Courtney, what's going Hi. on in your life?
2: hi um so basically i've been uh with my boyfriend doing some home renovations um uh if you know me you know that that's not in my wheelhouse uh and now it is i'm very good at peeling paneling and hurting my back a bunch more times when we're pulling nails um basically redoing some of the rooms which is really cool and i'm pretty Pretending to be Joanna Gaines and like living in my own kind of, you know,
3: ship lap, ship lap, ship lap, ship lap, Yeah, ship lap,
2: ship yeah, lap. yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. And then you realize things cost money, and then <laughs> you know, it's it kind of goes haywire, but um, a lot of wiring as well. So we can do a full, you know, full circle with you with the wires and beware the, like, of go for groundhogs. And that. Yeah, groundhogs. Yeah, groundhogs, right. but yeah, but we don't have any of those. But it's been fun painting. Oh my God. It's like therapeutic. I highly recommend just that's why I think rage rooms are literally all the rage because that's a rage room. people have never another. heard of a rage room. Oh, it's a, new mm, floor topic. it's a different topic, but um, let's just say you let your rage out in a room full of stuff that can be broken. <laughs> Wild. And, okay. but instead of it, it's your own house. So oh, it's very
0: cool. cool. Well, uh, Courtney you. and Lexi, thank you so much for being with us uh, this evening. We're, we're not recording on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. So it's uh, <laughs> Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit more energy for you. Um, I have one brief update. I'm building patio furniture from scratch.
2: Good for you.
0: As a,
3: the only man I've ever met who's built his own canoe. I'm not surprised.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but very, very impressed nonetheless. <laughs> I'll take the credit for building a canoe, but I never got very far. <laughs> I <laughs> Did attempted it to sink? build a canoe. <laughs> no, I it never. It looked like, like one to me. I built the form for a canoe, that, but then never got. I built, you know, but never built the actual canoe itself. So, so I don't I, understand I, I, that at all.
1: <laughs> what kind of furniture are you building now? I'm, I'm picturing like a Ron Swanson type of table or something.
0: So last year I built a uh, farmhouse style um, picnic table um, out of construction grade lumber, but I treated it uh, such that it doesn't really look like a a two by four. And so I'm building something that sort of goes along with that uh, vibe. Um, It's sort of like a farmhouse modern uh, yes. Sofa and two chairs, and so I'll I'll put a picture up, you know, when it's done, so that you can. Would you go. do it
2: for free and then send it over to my boyfriend's house? Because that would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, totally.
4: Awesome. <laughs> well, oh, it sounds like you've
3: got more wildlife uh, issues happening <laughs> in West Virginia. <laughs>
4: Where is this cricket coming from? Those crickets are
2: singing. (laughs) They're like bored with Mike's patio talk. (laughs) you literally hear the crickets. (laughs) Sorry, Mike. I found it interesting.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, now it's time to play for or against. You know how this works. One of us presents a topic. We analyze that topic to death and determine if we are for or against it. Today, I have something special planned. So I'm going to lead things off. Is everybody okay with
1: that? I'm, so Very t- I'm excited Good. you've been yeah. teasing this to us for the last couple of days mm-hmm. i have no no idea what to expect
0: so i, I thought that we were going to record a little while ago and so uh, like things <clears> time like plant panned out where i was like okay it's going to be ready just in time and then things happened where we had to reschedule so it's been like a week since i've had this so i need to actually share my screen i need to share computer sound and make sure i'm sharing the correct thing okay and so I want to give a little background here. Um, so, so first off, um, are you all familiar with the website Fiverr.com? Nope. Yes. yes. Okay, so Lexi, why don't you tell Mike what Fiverr <laughs> is?
4: Um, so, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically you can pay $5 um, to different people to do things for you, like um, whether it's create um, graphic design for your website okay, or- Okay, good. Or um, edit an image, something like that. My, my yeah, so it's a freelance that, uh, right, exactly, marketplace freelance. essentially.
0: Oh, so awesome. um, I uh, have seen a lot of YouTube videos on like I paid somebody on Fiverr to do X, Y, and Z, and so I was sort of inspired by that. And um, I, one of the things that I noticed about our show is that we have a theme song, um, but there are no lyrics to our Uh-oh. theme song. <laughs> so. I found a British rapper um, and paid him $15 um, to write an eight bar rap for the show for or against. This is so exciting. And now I'd like to play it for you in the world. The, uh, the premiere of the lyricized version of the for or against theme song. Are you ready? More than anything.
1: (laughs) I'm speechless. (laughs) Go.
0: Okay. Ready? (laughs)
1: Just old friends
3: on the podcast we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against discussing random issues man this show is immense so tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence man we debate a lot issues boy where do we start adults who drink milk and self-driving cars you listening now to for or against so turn the volume up this is for or against
2: what that was that's the hot five that's 15 dollars you've ever spent oh my gosh
0: i would like to start with courtney and robbie i want to save you for the uh for the end and lexi i want to save you for the second to the last since you're both sort of <laughs> in the professional music business so Correct. i want to i'm going to save oh you gosh. two to the end so i want to start with courtney courtney what do you think of the uh lyricized version to the for or against
2: uh it's podcast? catchy it's hip it's maybe hip um mm-hmm. ultimate throwback um but I love the throwback to even the drinking the milk as a man I mean that <laughs> just like it spoke to me <laughs> it was a good throwback he obviously got the essence of your show and and just ate what is it eight bars I don't speak music so like yeah it sounded amazing what a great idea that's a Thank special you. surprise. I <laughs> was that. I was thinking of all the surprises in the world. Did not I do want to give this, this guy
0: coming. I want to give this guy some credit um, for anybody yeah. who's looking for a British rapper um, his name is Husty. H U S T I E. he's sort of hard to find on the internet. He is on Spotify, but you need to have a premium membership to hear his uh, his hit single Get It spelled G E T space I apostrophe T. Um of
3: Mike Winan. Uh It's incredible. It, it fills me with joy. Um, mm-hmm. It's incredibly good. Uh, the only British rap I know is Grime, which is probably from like <coughs> 10 years ago. And for a podcast that can't seem to figure out how to record without a barking dog or a cricket, it's way
1: too good for us. <laughs>
0: yes. Way too good for us.
2: <laughs> Nothing's right. too good for you. It looks good. <laughs>
0: Well, I think I agree. Lexi, I'd like to go to Lexi, for those of you that don't know, is actually a musician, um, incredibly talented herself. So Thank I'd like to get your so take. Thank you so much. That's very true. Um,
4: I, haven't, I have made zero music, uh, zero music for the last year. <laughs> um, You've been busy. I've been <laughs> busy. made um, a human. <laughs> also, I sing to her a bunch. But anyways, yes, mind blown. Seriously, that was so good. I was jamming the whole time. He was on the beat, which is really important. And <laughs> kudos to him for like knowing things that happened in the episodes. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's really cool that he incorporated that.
1: Like, did Clearly he he's some... an avid listener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of 11. I, mean,
0: yes. I, I did give him some art direction and maybe I'll <laughs> link to the PDF in the show notes. Um, the only like one thing I said that he must include is the is the word uh, words for or against and i basically <laughs> right. gave him like, really yeah and then i gave like i told That's him awesome. who the main like co-hosts were in the show and i said some examples of things we talked about like adults who drink milk and self-driving cars <laughs> but he just uh, i was so impressed I, I didn't know what i was gonna get like but and it exceeded my expectations
4: he nailed it Seriously. and for 15 dollars <laughs> <laughs> so there was a
0: two dollar transaction fee Ooh, that goes to fiber well, that so. changes That's, everything <laughs> So affordable. I am for Fiverr, and I tipped him. I tipped him five dollars, and then there was five another two dollars. There was a, there You're was another the there was another two dollar transaction fee. So all in, it was twenty four dollars. But I mean, it could have been seventeen.
2: That's
1: excellent. It's amazing. I mean, you should have paid this man whatever he wanted. the The fact that Fiverr is a site based on five dollar transactions clearly he charged 15 cuz this was going to be at least 3 times better than the normal fiverr transaction and it could have been $50 or 100 it was so good he was
0: actually the um, most affordable rapper that i found on fiverr and so i i, I was a little bit surprised cuz i listened to his reel and i was like this guy's only going to be 15 bucks but he hey
1: he's looking for his big break and he might have just gotten it right here is that coming from I, an
0: executive at Columbia Records?
1: I am an executive <laughs> in the music industry. I listen to a lot of music every day. And Lexi made a point that sounds like a silly point. She said he was on the beat. It sounds like a silly point, some bass level stuff. But there are a lot of musicians and rappers I do come across that aren't quite on the beat. So,
3: so, Is it a ticket to Hollywood? Is he going to Hollywood?
1: <laughs> he's going... To episode four against episode five. Episode against. five yeah, <laughs> I'm so for Mike, thank you. This was awesome. I love Thanks, it. Mike. Love you, I'll, Husty. I'll well make done. sure
0: to. I'll text you guys the the audio file so that you guys can. I've literally listened to it like 400 times.
1: <laughs> so just to be clear, is this mm. going to be the new? That could intro? be the outro. I think Would it'll be, be the outro. outro? Just because yeah, yeah. I think I don't can like podcasts talk,
0: oh, that have like right. long like long you know that makes sense
1: things. or maybe it will okay. just be
0: our hit single i'm not sure exactly
1: how <laughs> it'll work but i like how it's our hit single we're kind of co-opting his work i,
0: I, now. I own the exclusive rights to it i paid 24 i was gonna
2: ask for that like do, does he get like a little payback for that or no uh
0: i actually didn't read the fine print probably fiverr <laughs> owns it and our entire podcast
2: <laughs> yeah, they, I... <laughs>
0: I you just I sold your soul elect. to
2: the devil. It's cool. all
0: right. Well, thank you guys for listening. I'm I'm glad that that uh, uh, you found it as enjoyable as I did, Robbie. I'd like to turn uh, to you
1: now. What is your topic for today? Well, I keep getting muted and unmuted by wine, and, <laughs> and I think it's because of the crickets. Gotta
0: go inside, bud.
1: <laughs> yeah, are the crickets that loud? They're so They're bad. loud.
0: I think it's charming.
3: They're un. It's unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> See, the
1: problem is Lexi we- isn't. Lexi isn't the only room in the house with some quiet space because if I go to the other room, then I risk waking Drew up. Go to your so,
0: accoutrementless bathroom. No, you're fine. You're fine. We'll just mute you. You you just mute yourself when you're not talking. So this this will be the, the cricket segment. <laughs> <laughs> and and again, right. season one is all about experimenting with different formats. So we might have a cricket segment going forward. <laughs> you never know. You
1: never know. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like there's some lightning in the distance, so that they, they might get some thunderstorm sounds here too. But Ooh,
0: ambiance.
4: <laughs> That's awesome. We have uh, anyway here in West Virginia.
1: <clears throat> All right. So for my topic, uh Pat actually sent this to us and he's no longer
3: with us. Um, oh, he's not dead. He's not dead. He'll be
1: back next week. <laughs> he's with oh us in spirit. God. But South. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize one of my favorite TV shows as a kid, Saved by the Bell, has a reboot coming. And I don't think that they've marketed this well enough because the trailer was out for, has been out for two months already. And I just found out about this. Um, so, four against Saved by the Bell's upcoming reboot. Uh, and to get us started, Courtney, you seem to know about this. I just see by your oh. head nods so a little too a, much tell us where you this. a little stand too much
2: um and i was ecstatic that you're bringing this up um huge fan of saved by the bell from the beginning um saved by the bell college years saved by the bell hawaii the other shenanigans the unauthorized Save by the bell story on lifetime which is hard-hitting you should take a look at it and of course like the zach and kelly wedding
0: what about so the saved I'm- by the bell when they were in like middle school
2: yes yeah. oh miss bliss good morning miss bliss <laughs> yes oh my god i'm so glad i'm not the only cool person here um but yeah i absolutely was for this but like if you take a look at the trailer mario lopez is a little much in my opinion like he's almost like reaching that level of creepy teacher that hangs out with his teenage students and then dances with them so i was like Mm, let's you know. I'm, could you, I'm gonna. Could you
0: give us some background? I, I I haven't watched the trailer in depth. It seemed oh, like on the staff, but so oh, you who, mean you didn't take that?
2: the minute and a half? So uh, it's gonna be AC <laughs> Slater and Jesse Spano. They're reprising. And, and then, one's a teacher,
0: and what's what's Jesse?
2: I think they're both teachers. And then I read that um, Mark Paul Gossler, so Zach. He is going to guest star in three episodes as Governor Morris, which whoa, mind blowing! And then Tiffany Thiessen, Um Kelly, the obviously, Thiessen. she'll be back in quote some capacity. But what I found most thrilling was that screech he mad, he's mad that he's not in it. He went to jail. <laughs> he's very vocal. He, he did stabbed the horn. He
0: he's the guy. He yeah. st- he's stabbed like, and stand up comedy. Oh, he
2: did stab a guy. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he's like, you can't do Saved by the Bell without Screech. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, you can. I think you very well can. And it'll be good if it's, you know, done right. But I hope Mario Lopez does, like, a really nice ballet scene, like we know and love of him. So, very fortunate. He what? has to, legally required.
0: Robbie, do you know what channel it's? Or, uh, this is going this to out?
1: air on Peacock, which is yes. NBC's digital streaming service. Mm-hmm. So I think
0: Amazon or Netflix should do a Screech-only revival.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the angle <laughs> i love that <laughs> the angle. well so mike keep going with this I, I, it sounds like courtney's four mcfadden where do you stand
0: so i was a big say by the bell fan um i, I can't remember it was when zach was like uh, a vanilla ice-esque like rock star was yes. that all a dream or did that oh. actually happen in this in the lore of the show
2: it's open for interpretation
0: Okay, so the reason I ask is because if he was able, you mean? If he was able to do that, then I don't think you know Governor Morris is too much of a stretch. You know, he has that name recognition that could you know do well at the polls. Um, I'm I'm for this. I'm excited (laughs) to see it. Um, I I. Um, I think last episode or episode two, I said that I think that they should like retire the Indiana Jones franchise and try something new, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel the same way about this. I'm excited uh, for another generation to fall in love with uh, Bayside High. (coughs) It's a reason I'm a teacher today.
1: So we've got two fours. Lexi, I'm going to throw it to you. Saved by the Bell, the reboot. Four or against?
4: Okay. Um, Girl, (laughs) I do not share the... Strap in. (laughs) I I do not share the (laughs) sentiment for Saved by the Bell that you guys do, apparently. So when I heard about this, the reboot, which was just a couple days ago, um, I felt the same way I did when I saw that there was going to be a reboot for Fuller House, except I was into full, Full House, but... I'm kind of like, who is this for? And now I guess oh, Courtney and Mike. <laughs> Wait, full,
1: you're comparing this to Fuller House? No,
4: the you can't. I'm saying. Not the show itself. I'm talking about like the reboot. But, okay,
1: did you watch the trailer for the Saved by the Bell reboot? You could tell yes, just trailer to trailer. You knew that Fuller House was going to be a big steaming pile of crap.
2: Yes. Did I still watch it? Yes, I just finished it the other day. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: and excited for whatever next season might come, of course. But the Save by the Bell (laughs) reboot—that actually has some sort of a thread of a new storyline. That's—it's not just continuing the same old thing that Full House had. This is like the next generation to come in a fun and cool way.
4: Okay, fair point. But my question remains: like the people who were into Save by the Bell are like older. So is this show for them or for the kids that are high school age? Like, I'm just not sure who's going to be into this. I
1: actually have a little bit more information on that. So apparently the backstory is that governor Morris ordered the shutdown of several public schools in low income areas. Not a great look, but to make up for that, he then is sending students from those low income high schools to, uh, high schools with higher concentrations of uh, wealth like Bayside High. And so you have this next generation of high schoolers mingling together from different backgrounds. And so in a way, you've got the old school stuff, the new school stuff. It's kind of a mix there, which is wonderful.
4: So something for everyone except for (laughs) me. But I don't know. I've always just kind of felt, and you know, there's a show that's called Zach Morris's trash and it kind of is how Ugh, I feel. so great. Yes. <laughs> um, but of course he would become a politician. I'm not
2: surprised exactly. at all. A hundred percent. Yeah.
4: But he's got to be me too, right? It's me too or fraud or, I uh, wish this was on CBL HBO killing.
2: to an extent, absolutely. And then Screech would totally be on. He spends sure. the
3: entire time social engineering his friends into doing what he wants, having no consequences whatsoever. Nailed yeah, it. That's a pretty
4: really.
0: good primer. All yeah. right, so he is,
4: for me personally. I just don't have the time to like commit. to any, you know, we have two. <laughs> we have two good hours after Drew goes to bed before like we're ready to go to bed. So I just, I personally am not going to devote any time to it so i am against
0: robbie are they laugh tracking it or is it not laugh
1: no based on the trailer it does not
0: seem it's a single mm-hmm. camera okay yeah.
4: yeah
1: something new school about that all right Whinan, what about you
3: well um i i don't know why you guys mike and, and courtney that was a bad show that was not good
0: <laughs> and now
3: they're gonna make it again and so that seems like a bad thing <laughs> I brought it up in, in an earlier episode that, that <laughs> Hollywood needs to come up with new ideas, but this is actually not a... I hate to break it to you, not a remake of Saved by the Bell. It it's really a, not. It's not. It is a ripoff of a different, yes. far more superior show called Rossi, The Next Generation. True. You've said True. The Next Generation multiple times where it's old students from a previous show come in and get it a gritty, real-life uh, you know, much r- where they go there, uh, they just ripped off Degrassi and said we're going to do it in Bayside instead.
1: Hmm. Um,
3: but if I don't get like in the same episode of school shooting, a house on fire, and a kid recovering from crack addiction in one episode, then it's not going to be as good as uh, Degrassi. And if Drake doesn't make an appearance, I'm also going to be upset. <laughs> I'm going to go on because uh, we all know that Aubrey Graham got to start, aka Drake got to start. <laughs> Aubrey Graham. Um, so I'm against it. Cause I know none of that stuff's going to happen. And I still want Hollywood to make uh, original
0: ideas. Robbie, what's your stance?
1: Fair, You're, You are correct. That Degrassi was a great show. It was actually one of the first shows I ever watched with Lexi when I was courting her as a young adult. Uh, so we, we got to enjoy that together. Uh, the writing in this show is going to be quality. I don't know if you caught the trailer, but they flash on the screen. Um, one, from one of the, write, the Emmy-nominated writers from 30 Rock. They yeah. didn't even name the person's name. They just sure said A of one of the Emmy. Show. Yeah, exactly. And you think about the writing staff of the show, there must have been 30 writers. people. And all of them got nominated for that Emmy, I'm sure, <laughs> from one of these Emmy writers from 30 Rock. So that's how you know it's good. Um, another thing that I thought about while watching this trailer was, did you guys ever watch YouTube Originals' uh, show called Cobra Kai? which was the reboot of the Karate Kid. No.
0: I only mm-hmm. saw ads for it. I didn't watch it.
1: It was, it, to me, this Saved by the Bell reboot looks like the exact same thing as the Karate Kid reboot, which, yeah, wasn't the best thing ever, but it was still so satisfying. It was like Ooh. just enough nostalgia and just enough modern twist on it with The Next Generation that I watched the whole first season. I hear there's a second season of Cobra Kai. I need to watch that too. Anyways, I I I don't know what all the hate is from from Mike and Lexi on Stay by the Bell. It was an awesome show. It was so fun. We all yeah. wanted to be one of those characters. Yeah. And I'm. did so you want to freeze
2: in the middle of a situation? But and none of that's gonna, to gonna be camera? in this
1: show. It's no, all about nostalgia.
0: Um, Karate is. Kid is another movie that I have seen all of, but never in sequence at one time. <laughs> Like you lived a deprived childhood. We're learning this episode. By no, episode. I, I was given it all, just not at one time. <laughs> okay, now we're going to go on to uh, Courtney. Courtney, what is your topic for us this evening?
2: Uh, it's riveting. Um, I saw this uh, incredible article. Uh, it took me by surprise that Lady Gaga, uh, she went to go get coffee with her boyfriend um, in an oversized sweater and a mask. She was wearing white shoes no pants and I got to thinking this is like the no pants kind of lifestyle like right now wearing yoga pants with like a normal shirt and you know get up if you will but is this the pandemic that's going to set a new precedent on pants wearing for the future and like I wanted to like kind of throw it out because I was taking a look at this article that like Walmart is even saying that their um, prices are, um, their sales are decreasing for just pants alone. Like everything's increasing for like sweats, but nothing with pants. And I was like, that's very interesting that literally just everyone's going, they're kind of free balling it, not in that way, but they're kind of free balling it down there and it's just kind of open. So are you for pants? Or are you against pants during the pandemic?
0: So we're going to let you pace this. Who would you like to lead us off?
2: I'm going to start with Michael Winand.
0: Oh, hi. Uh, hey. Yeah, I,
3: um, it, it's been a pandemic for a while now, uh, but mm-hmm. I've worked from home in the past. i am conflicted because my feelings <laughs> of if you're going to go to work, I ha- I got to take a shower in the morning and I've got to yes. put on real clothes to actually be... Mm-hmm uh productive and and focus and with the zoom calls i know i'm not uh, that i wore pants they may not know that but i know it it makes me feel like i'm being a bit more professional
1: gives you uh, that extra jolt of confidence just in the a morning. little bit
3: yeah yeah in fact i'm a man actually, wearing
1: pants yes I, I am
3: wear a collared shirt most days and yeah and it good for you I, I, and i eat breakfast like yeah, you mm. got to get a, into the routines. It's all about the routines.
2: Yes, um, I think it puts you in the right mindset for you, especially yeah. working at home.
3: But at the same time, I live in Texas, which is a very hot <laughs> state. It rained today, so it was only 91. Um, oh, but so I talked last week about the gender inequality in, in clothing choices where women aren't allowed to have pockets for some reason. Uh, I like don't know that. why I can't wear a toga or a kilt or a skirt. Mm, I totally would if yeah. that was socially acceptable. So pro so pro pants, also pro skirt. So I'm I'm kind of going. Yes, I'm threading the needle there, uh, but I'm pro pants.
2: <laughs> Good on you. All right, McFadden, you're up.
0: Um, I think overall I'm pro pants. <laughs> um,
1: I'm... <laughs> Wait, can I can I ask a question? Because I saw that picture. Yeah. Now. Of course, I did not see any pants. I did not see any shorts on Lady Gaga. Right. But she was wearing a somewhat long sweater or sweatshirt. Could she have been wearing very short shorts that were covered up by that sweatshirt? Or do we know definitively there were no pants?
2: I think definitively zero pants were involved in this situation. Well, because I think this is kept... a
3: visco girl. If you guys know what visco girls are. She's yes,
0: trying to dress very like much. VSCO yeah. Girl.
2: And it's also, let's be honest, it's Lady Gaga. So she dresses in a meat suit and like she's next level if we wore this we'd be in jail i just you know these are very different types of scenarios so So some people can get a Away with murder with
0: that. I want to take a slightly different angle on this. Um, in the past couple of years, I've um, come to to know about pants that have 2 uh, to 3% elastic or spandex built into what are yes. otherwise normally just cotton pants. And I am so <laughs> for elastic embedded uh, material pants because
4: yes.
0: they, they feel like athleisure wear, but, <laughs> but you look like a million bucks. And so I'd just like to leave it at that.
2: I never thought I'd have this conversation with you. I'm so happy. Uh, Lexi, let's take it over to you. It
4: is just a no pants party here, my (laughs) friend. Um, (laughs) No pants ever. No shirt, no (laughs) shoes, no service. It's not no shirt, no pants, no service. Mm. So, you know, listen, my job is very physical because I'm running after a baby who's crawling now and she's always trying to walk. And if I wore pants... I would just be uncomfortable all the time, no. so I rolled out of bed <laughs> and I stayed yeah. in my PJs. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty what much. A girl. I mean, I I could not be more against pants. I guess. I love it. I'm. I, we are I'm talking so about like
0: like work pants, like like sweats, even though they have two legs. Like those aren't pants in this conversation. They're not. Right? Yeah, like we're slacks slacks talking about like actual jeans. pants okay.
2: that you have to like button and like commit to. So like so like that would feel incredible. I, after work to take off.
0: Are blue jeans pants?
2: Absolutely. Yes. Are, are shorts pants? <laughs> I judge people are who are wearing shorts? jeans. Basketball shorts, uh, give or take. Wait, but basketball no shorts, shorts could
0: be considered pants? I'm going to say if you're a basketball because player, I feel like that's more. If yeah, <laughs> you're at work,
2: yes. if you're a professional basketball player, yes. But I feel like anything you really have to commit to during like a full work day, and you're ecstatic, like me, to take off as soon as you go into your home, in a non-pandemic scenario. Pants during pandemic, yes or no? Robbie Silver will take it to you.
1: Yeah, so we're a household divided here. I am super supportive <laughs> of my wife and her pantsless ways. Yeah, but I'm the kind of guy who, like Michael winand I like routine. Uh, if you ever mm. hear stories of prisoners of war, the best way to survive <laughs> is to get into routine and stick with it. Did not every think you were going there.
2: Wait. <laughs> Well, John listen, I was thought pro I pants. had the worst topic. Keep going. <laughs>
1: you, you wake up every day. You're we're, we're in this mid- the middle of this quarantine for three months now. Not that that's the same thing as being a prisoner of war necessarily, but it's it's not easy. And so you have to have something routine every day. You get up like like Wine said. You eat breakfast. You you put on pants. You shave. You brush your teeth. You do these things every single day. At home, at, at the end of the day, you can take off your pants, lay around in your underwear. I've also that's been wonderful. drinking
2: every
3: day. I don't know if that's a good routine <laughs> or a bad one. <laughs> so routines. Routines are better
0: than others.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't start the drinking until the pants come off. That's the rule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm for for the pants in a major way.
0: Courtney, anything else to add on pants? Did you, did you give us your position?
2: I just I'm I'm against jeans during the pandemic because i think you're just um being mean to yourself i mean i think i'm very much open to the idea that hey sweats are okay did you get a quarantine 15 no judgment you do you just maybe not like the lady gaga if since now we're kind of opening up more so in illinois you know put on some pants in that scenario but if you're at home do what Lexi's doing, roll out of bed, <laughs> see where the world takes
4: you and move on.
0: All right, uh, Lexi, let's go on to you now. Your topic is?
4: My topic is ASMR. Oh God. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, so ASMR is uh, <laughs> autosensory meridian response, which basically it's like a pleasurable sensation that goes like from your head down. Um, and it usually is in response to like, audio stimuli so this big like cult phenomenon right now is people getting on video or making recordings of yes i
0: right. have a question <laughs>
4: yes a <your> um,
0: question <laughs> so
4: could you that's just clarify
0: reason. is yes. is asmr you're saying that that is a physiological response to yes. stimuli yes but and then it's also a category of of content, right? Correct. Yes. So I'm talking but about a category
4: of content. I'm not talking it, so about can the you, response. so could yeah. you
0: could you you explain what the response is again? Cuz I don't yes. know if I've ever had it.
4: <laughs> so the way, that, the way that people who have it describe it is a an orgasm of the head. <laughs> like, it <is>? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like did you ever do the um there's an egg on your head and the yolk is coming down did you ever Mm -hmm. do that like as a kid Mm -hmm. so kind of like that like like tingles up and down your spine that kind of thing um but so people make videos and recordings of themselves tapping with long fingernails or chewing whispering all these (sighs) sounds and the hope is that people respond in this way and a lot of people do i mean
0: (laughs) please stop that Uh that's like 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 lexi's least least
1: favorite sound in the world Mesophobia.
4: yeah, so we'll get to that, but I want to start with <laughs> Robbie
0: is 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 the topic um the the response or the category of content
4: No, so I'm assuming like not everyone has had that response. It's the category of content. Okay. I'm talking specifically about the people <laughs> making these videos and recordings that whole like phenomenon there
1: all right, Robbie so my first reaction is absolutely not this is. Why would anyone want to watch these videos or listen to these voices? It is actually disturbing. Like, if you like this, there is something wrong with you. Whoa. And I, it, that's a little Most aggressive. Mental show's ever been. <laughs> but so, anyways. But here's what I was gonna say. That was my first response. But then, <laughs> but then my second response after thinking of it was like, "Hey, Robbie, who are you to say that there's something wrong with you? Because guess what? There's a reason why there are." hundreds of millions of asmr videos out there online maybe there's something wrong with you speaking to myself and so i softened my my initial against position on it i still don't get it whatsoever i i i I don't i don't like it it gives me a creepy feeling but it's one of those things that i think pat would be into let's put it that way (laughs) that's our late departed patrick to defend <laughs> himself.
0: Oh. lexi who would you oh, like to talk now
4: um, courtney um i
2: couldn't agree more with you robert um it makes me violently angry um not just because like people are doing this and taking time this is their job like they're making monies off of this on YouTube and a lot of them and like good for oh. them for finding their like, you know, cool little market. Um, Cause when I see like the video stacked up against each other and it says like trigger for sleep, trigger for head, you know, mind blowing orgasm for watching um, makeup being destroyed. I, I can't, like, I don't find anything relaxing about it, soothing about it. I'm literally thinking, if you close your eyes, I'm trying to play the game, like, what the hell is happening, in a sense? And what really, it makes me think of, does anybody watch American Horror Story? I have not seen it. No, y'all guys, all right. Well, anyway, (laughs) the beginning of the opening credits they have a new it feels like an ASMR like kind of um scene basically um and they have like very like they like to use with ASMR um like kind of triggering different sounds and whatnot that will get you like creeped out and it sets a mood but when they're saying like it's used for relaxation I'm like no. And do you know that people call themselves ASM artists? <laughs> <I'm laughs> <to> that's, that. <laughs> that's what sent me over the edge. Like I wanted to jump off a bridge. But that's the best yeah, I'm part. I'm <laughs> against I'm against an a- ASMR artist. I'd say it fast. I'd pay you. That's amazing. Anyway, nope, no, no for me.
4: Okay. Well, before we get to the next person, um, I just want to say too, like, as with anything, there are of course people who like get off on this I'm sure it's it's like a fetish for sure but for a lot of people like I've been doing kind of a little bit of research on it and for a lot of people really it is just that like relaxation it's kind of like a I don't pleasurable experience but not in a sexual way if that makes sense yes Um, could it be
1: considered like a meditation of sorts
2: probably people do think that
4: no they absolutely think that and they're like it's kind
2: of like almost like you're in one of those eggs and I don't know what it's called, the hydraulic something where you're like dispersed in water and you feel mm-hmm. like you're in a womb, like that type of scenario and they the compare it tank. with, de- yeah. thank you, deprivation tank. And I was just like, it's in like Robbie says, like what doesn't work for me will work in spades for other people. But for me, I'm just like ASM artist. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool, okay. cool.
4: Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. McFadden, let's hear what you have to say. I
0: feel like I've seen a couple videos. Like um, I, I sometimes go on YouTube binges, especially like if I wake up before the household is up, I'll just turn on YouTube and go down some sort of spiral. And I happened upon an ASMR video once, and I was just totally confused by it because I didn't know that it was a category of content. Um, I want to take it from a slightly different angle. To me, ASMR is sort of like the opposite of a white noise machine. Like if you wanted yes! to have something that made you acutely aware um, and mm. prevented you from falling asleep and relaxing, I would turn on an ASMR video. Um, and then also, I've seen some content creators like create ASMR videos, and it's very clear that they're not into ASMR. They're just trying to hop on like the clickbait bandwagon yep. of it, and so I'm very against that. If, if it's your thing, if it's your jam, if you like ASMR, you do you, great, but um, I'm against
1: you put them in a much nicer way than I put it about being violently hateful of these people. <laughs> not to be violent. I said
4: either. violently. <laughs> We're together, okay. it's fine.
3: OK, um, So Lexi, you, you went into in-depth about uh, how this is uh, not sexual. And every article I've read about it or, or discussion I've had about it is, by the way, guys, it's not sexual. I, <laughs> I, why did you even, I didn't even bring that up? Um, I don't believe you. Um, I think that there is for a very maybe it's a minority, maybe it's a large minority, maybe it's forty nine percent of it. Um, there's a reason why all the people in these who are AMS, ASMRists are twenty two year old girls. Um, it's because I think I think the appeal of it. You know, there may be a psychological thing to it, but that's true with all music. Um, I think there's a, a portion of it where people are craving intimacy which I think is something that we like it's there's a, a lack of you know particularly in a quarantine typed world mm. Um, mm. and, and a, somebody whispering to you I really can't imagine anything more intimate um, it, It's certainly not something that uh, I'm into because it's not sexual guys I promise um, <laughs> but uh, I'm for it because whatever people need they need right and so, um, you, you make some money on that. Get yours. Um, I'm for it.
1: Uh, I I wonder if the segment of ASMR fans who are fans for the sexual reasons overlap with the same fans of bronies. Yeah, who I'm are bronies sure. for sexual reasons.
3: Yeah, friendship is magic. It's because people. You know, they you say bronies. Yeah. What is grown? Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> a
0: thing for another day. That, yeah, that's, that's a oh, thing come for on. Another day. <laughs> you gotta give us some explanation. Uh, I'll it's, give you a... uh,
3: grown men who are into uh My, my little, little Pony Pony. Specifically the reboot Shut of My Little Pony, My Little Pony Friendship is
0: Magic. Wow. Door. Coming next episode. <laughs> <Watch>. <laughs> All right. Lexi, anything else you wanna add?
4: Yes. Um I have to give my position. Um Basically, I when I started this was against, like I have been seeing on my Instagram just these videos and I don't know what I searched to make that come up in the algorithm, (laughs) um, but they just started coming up and it would all be...
0: Did you search ASMR?
4: (laughs) No, I (laughs) didn't. But this is what made me think of this topic is because I just kept seeing this in my feed. Um, But yeah, I just kept seeing it and... um, have no idea like why it's coming up for me, but um, they would always be people chewing. And Robbie said before, like chewing is the worst sound in the world for me because I have I have something called misophonia, which is hatred of sound. Um, it is a weird thing where I'm very wow. sensitive to certain sounds, and chewing is one of them. So
0: I also have that.
4: It's uh,
0: is it a real thing?
4: Yes, and I have to suppress rage. To like if I hear someone chewing like Robbie, I have to like suppress the urge to verbally <laughs> assault him.
2: <laughs> Why am I just learning about this bad. about you now? Yeah, you guys have
4: known me for twenty years and this is it's
1: whenever here. you w- yeah. whenever you you're a newest.
2: singer. So it's 22. just like particular noises that like trigger you. Yeah.
4: Um, so typically it's mouth so noises, like swallowing, chewing.
0: Do bad singers make you especially angry? <laughs>
4: Actually, no, not really. Oh, it's, good, because it's, it's,
0: we were in choir together quiet, and I'm not good.
4: <laughs> quiet <laughs> mouth noises. So anyway, so I thought like I would hate all ASMR, but it turns out through some other research I've been doing that people who have misophonia tend to be more into ASMR for whatever reason. Wow. I think you just have to find the sounds that resonate with mm. you and then you'll... Be able to feel the effect of it
0: have you found However, him yet
4: no i have not and <laughs> i'm probably not going to seek him out to be honest i'm not i don't think i'm going to become an asmr test or It'll pull
0: back that curtain if now pat was here words. he would make some sort of sound right now and say was this it
4: <laughs> right uh, no i mean i don't think it's going to be my thing like give me a good scalp massage and like that'll do it for me um but yes. but i'm for it because i understand how there are people that this can really help if they have like anxiety or issues with sounds.
0: All right, cool. Mike, it's on to you. What is your topic for tonight? Final topic. Uh, my topic is
3: tabletop role-playing games, but as adults. Um, and so I think Dungeons and Dragons, I've sent a, a couple of, of articles over your way. Um, that's uh, Dungeons and Dragons is is far and away the most popular tabletop role playing game. Um, it has seen uh, a growth of uh, leaps and bounds over the last three four years, uh, in part because of podcasts where people are doing real time role playing. Um, but there's a big uh, undercurrent of Stranger Things too, right? Yeah, str- right? it was in Stranger mm. Things and people got got behind it. I myself have played Dungeons and dragons as an adult uh, and enjoy it very much I'll, I'll go into more detail after I hear from you guys and see what you think did you play it as a child too Michael never not at all and so apparently you came to D and d as an adult that's a, as post 30 years old yeah um, <laughs> and uh, wanted to get your thoughts on it and then then I'll share mine
0: who would you like to lead this yeah, off? Uh, Mike, why don't, why, why don't we start So I have you? some questions um, because I have never played Dungeons & Dragons in my youth or adulthood. Um, what is Dungeons & Dragons? <laughs> so Dungeons & Dragons is a... I mean, I, know, is I a, know it as a concept, but like how would one play if one were to play? It's a tabletop
3: role-playing game where... You have uh, to have a table. <laughs> you, you, do, you need to have a flat surface and some dice and really that's it and then and then some rules and some rule books where a dungeon master or game master will will lead you through a world of their own creation and a world you create together uh and so um it is not there you know it's not like a card game or a board game where there's a set of places to go but it's a world where you guys create with elves and orcs and and halflings and hobbits that you create together as you go along. The game master and dungeon about... master might have you know an idea of where you might go, but it's really what, what the players themselves choose. But like are, the are
0: characters like, in yes. the game set? Like there are only orcs, or like, could I invent a character and be like, this is a bluegott? And it it
3: depends on. So the the one of the reasons D and D is so much more popular than it was is that they came out in twenty fourteen with a new version of it called five e or fifth edition. Which is but who's they? Because Wizards of the (laughs) Coast, this guy named Gary Gygax invented it. You're making me sound very nerdy he invented it in the 70s and he was very, very into rules and was like, oh, if you shoot somebody with an arrow, that means this and only this can happen. With 5e, it's, it's very lo- rules light and it gives the game master like ultimate control to decide what can happen and what couldn't. So if you came to me and I was your dungeon master and you said you wanted to be a blue god and you told me what a blue god was, absolutely. If you could be a blue god. We'd make it work. I
0: just am against it. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say... Um, in one year of teaching, um, both Michelle who teaches sixth grade and myself who teaches high school, we were both asked by students to be the sponsor of the Dungeons and Dragons Aww. club.
4: That's adorable.
0: I just, I just don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> it's like, I couldn't, I couldn't say yes. So it was like the, you, so I felt you, that like, saying no. you like
1: to crush the sparkling twinkle in the eye of a young, eager student ready to learn and play
0: is that a dungeons and dragons reference
1: no that's just you being i don't know you're dick. speaking sort of like
0: what i imagine a dungeon master would talk like um t- okay so here's here's where i have my major issue is like it's just too open-ended and like i, I i'd like to know what the rules are in a game the, there's a rule so that book I of 400
3: that. pages so yeah there are too many rules. rules that's like, you don't
0: need to know them as a player uh I I'll play one game if you are my dungeon master. <laughs> and was, huh? uh I'll give it a try. Uh, but I'm against on principle. <laughs> Would you like you, to speak?
1: Well, like Mike, I also have never played Dungeons and Dragons. Uh I did once write a comedy poetry slam sketch uh about Dungeons and Dragons. So I did a lot of research and learned about the twenty-sided dice and all that. And Uh, I I developed a sort of a kinship to the D&D players. Uh, I, listen, (laughs) traditionally Dungeons & Dragons is known to be for nerds. But I have to say I, I can appreciate that, especially in the last few years, we're in a world where nerds and people of any kind who have an interest in something that is only for joy they have a world now where they can explore that and celebrate that and pursue it without being judged or ridiculed. And I think that's, that's pretty cool that we've been able to grow in that way. So that, you know, um, it's just a positive thing. I'm, I'm for Dungeons and Dragons for those who want to celebrate that part of their, I don't know, enjoyment. <laughs> so is that good?
3: It's good. Courtney, <laughs> you look like you've got something to, you've got some feelings.
2: Always. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't played also, um, but I'd totally be down. Like, Mike, set it up that you'd be our dungeon master and let's get this party started. Like, my first, I think, full introduction to, like, kind of how the game looks to be played would be from Tr- Stranger Things. And oh, freaking love that show. But, um, I just kind of loved kind of to piggyback on Robbie, like how intricate each detail comes into full force in this game. And that like, it's not like there are no rules, but there's so many rules that it's open ended. So, and it's cool. Like, I'm the adult that still believes in magic. Like I see those magic shows and I was like, oh, how did they do that? And I'm 34. Um, And I think it's fun to be creative in a world that's not the one that we're living in now, but the one that you create in of yourself to what I completely not, what I don't completely understand to what I can understand to a degree. Um, and it's really neat to see like those articles that you sent these big name people these like cool celebrities are just like die hard D fans writing movie uh, scripts about them and like even just watching you wine and it's cool to see like you kind of like lit up talking about it being like you could be in oak whatever the hell it was you know you, you were excited about it and that's the whole point of these games right is to find joy in be it you know a simple sorry game or the mundane monopoly game which never ends ever or you can be in dungeon and dragons which i think lasts forever to my knowledge but i think it's cool that it's well yeah that's a long that's that's a commitment (laughs) but it's cool that it's making it mainstream and like yeah we're in the year of the nerd nerds are cool nerds are hot and we're making the mainstream and we're celebrating them so like i'm i'd be totally down to play my first game with you all um i'm totally for for sure
1: we were in the hobbit together that's- so that's kind of like dungeons and dragons right uh I wasn't the
0: hobbits at play
1: the hobbit is that a- <laughs> book mike and i were hobbits
2: Oh, cute! Uh,
3: this was when we were in seventh seventh grade.
1: Um, that's probably the closest i ever got to playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> was being in The Hobbit.
3: And, uh, then you have so much <laughs> yeah. to learn. How, nice. how about you, Lexi? <laughs> a man, uh, you uh, a man you married, s- is said that he's a hobbit. <laughs> what are you? <laughs>
4: uh, he is a <laughs> hobbit. That's true. Um, no, I think um, I mean I love games. And I'm a theatrical person, we all did theater. So I feel like it would be cool to like visit that as an adult, like it's very imaginative. I think you just have to have a really good game master who like knows what they're doing and can like lead you through the whole thing. Um, and again, I have also not played D&D, um, but I would be down to play as long as like, you know, I don't have the time to like read all these rules and really learn stuff. Uh, but I think it could be fun. Yes, question.
2: Just question. With the rules, Mike, like you said, there's like 400 of them. Who, and you don't have to know pages all of them. Of the rules. For, oh, okay. <laughs> Way better. Um, there's <laughs> <so laughs> only three rules. It's just written out very largely, big font. It's huge uh, font. You just went with it. But um, how does that go into play, like for... Let's say we set up a game and Wynan was clearly the dungeon master. Like, would you have to set up the entire script and like you would surprise us with the rules that you chose to go by, or we would have to have like some background information as to how they because I'm very interested. I don't know why, but I'm like very intrigued by
0: Sounds like yes. you're definitely for Courtney. I'm
2: totally for. I just, I specifically want to know since he knows and has played. Right. Like, is that how it works?
3: So, so the, the, I have only been a dungeon master because I was asked to. I, I played as a, as a Ooh. character before and enjoyed that. And then some friends wanted to try it because it's been so popular, but they had never played it. So they asked me to do it. I actually really enjoyed doing that. Um, and, um, they're, the way that I put it for them are there's three r- tell, writers of the story, okay. uh, you because of the choices mm-hmm. you make, Gary Gygax, who <laughs> wrote that <laughs> idea of Dungeons and Dragons, and me the the. So Gary's um,
2: just always there. Yeah, like Good so it's Garrett. his
3: world and we're in it, but and really we're, we're the ones it. who are writing it, and so so it's really you who are the the person who so the thing is the one thing i would ask if you're going to do this and this was going to be my i was going to get you guys to commit to this on a recording for all of time if we were going to try this for just one session um, you would just make your own character or i would make a character for you and then you'd say i want to do this thing and we would figure out a way to make it work that you really would not have to i want to be words that i made up 10 minutes ago that i forgot. Blue God, Blue God.
2: Could we do
0: this as <laughs> a five-hour podcast? Yeah, of course. So, uh-huh. so
3: Mike, you said the reason why you asked us to be on this podcast is because it was an excuse for you to get together with friends you hadn't. I mean, we don't talk that much, Mike. Maybe like every couple of months we had a chance to connect um, if we were lucky. And now I get to talk to you every single week. In in between the weeks, and I love it so much. And thank you for bringing this podcast that no one listens to into my life. Um, we and all listen to it. <laughs> Dungeons <Dunsans> and, <laughs> and Dragons is a lot, is very similar because it forces you to sit in a room or in a computer mm-hmm. with friends and developing and creating character actually said it so well of exploring a thing together and that's something that like is Damn, It's it's a damn rare thing these days.
1: Okay, so, so by the way, I, I was I'm already for four, it. but you've sold me even more to f- be for because it's a game of friendship.
3: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what it it's a fellowship. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Rob's in to play. Courtney's in to play. Lexi's in to play.
0: It's Mike McFadden in I said to play. Said I'd be, I hour... said I'm in to play. I'll try it. I'll try all right, anything We got once. it recorded
1: for Can all we time. We just... <laughs> Can we do it? Can we play virtually with Gary Gergich? Or whatever no, he died. he's, he's died.
3: He's very <laughs> well, dead. from
2: Parks and Rec for sure.
3: <laughs> Gary Gygax is very dead. Gary Gygax—that's his name—and we will play very differently Gygax. than the way he envisioned it. Wow, but I'm excited. This is going to yeah. happen.
0: We're okay. going to have a five-hour feed trap, <laughs> Mike. I'll—I'll I'll admit you have sold me on it, uh, in—in the—in the sense of you know having a common cause.
3: Yeah. And I'll make that's... it, it'll be a one-off where it won't be like, you know, won't take two years to finish. It'll be a one-off. Can we do it in three hours, hours we'll though? <laughs> Five hours <laughs> is <I'll throw> so <laughs> long. I'll make
0: it work. I'm not that good of a
3: dungeon master, but
0: I'll try. Can we just kill off half the tribe like right away?
3: <laughs> I will give you, I will give you like, oh, you probably don't want to turn left because everything <laughs> I planned for you is right. <laughs> so... I'll, I'll try to. It's, it's, you're very much encouraged to, to follow the rules so we can stay, stay on the schedule. All right. McFen, and let's not invite definitely,
1: Pat. Definitely not. He was not part of this. He never will be part of this. He oh, um, can watch, McFen, but
3: he can't play. The more people you have, the longer it takes to.
1: So, McFen, definitely not. next time a student comes to you and asks you to be their teacher watcher person for Dungeons and Dragons. Does sponsor he's gotta sponsor. play first
3: he'll play
2: first your actually
0: no it's like now even even more no because because <laughs> i have an appreciation for how how good it could be if you're all in and i'm just not and so do you, that when, kid well, needs yeah. to find the one who is all in when these kids
1: fun ask fun. you do you just laugh right in their face no or do you like do you say, oh, let me think about it and then just kind of ghost these kids? Or here's, how do you here's my go-to. say
0: no? Here's my go-to is that if there's something that I'm really not interested um, in doing, um, and it, it actually more so it has less to do with my interest and more to do with like the amount of time that I have. Like at this time I was coaching a sport. I think I was the sponsor of a different club. Um, now I've got a kid. What I'll do is I'll usually um, give the student like several different assignments to like prove that they actually want to do this. Cause like a lot of high schoolers are sort of like on an impulse, be like, I want to start, you know, slinky club. Like, would you be my sponsor for that? Be like, yeah. But instead of like, okay, yeah, you go get us 50 signatures of people that said that they want to be there and like do X, Y, and Z. And then they usually don't. And then I'm off the hook. <laughs> nice. All right. Any, uh, any final thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons? No, no. All right. So that's about all the time we have in terms of topics. What I'd like to do to wrap things up is whip around real quick in a sentence or, or less. Um, we'll do an instant review starting with Lexi. What'd you think of tonight's show?
4: Oh man, so much fun. It's just great <laughs> to hear you guys and talk to you. And um, I thought there were some good topics. I think like after a few episodes in, like you've sort of honed in on what are going to be some good topics to discuss and um for me it's really great to just talk to adults <laughs> and not like speak Sorry, in my Robbie. mom voice.
1: <laughs> I'm her second kid.
4: It's very true.
1: Cool. Uh
0: Courtney, what'd you think?
2: I loved it. Thank you for adding us on for today and it's just fun to just spend time with you guys, be it in a Zoom call or, you know, a regular phone call or seeing you guys in person. It's just like Wynan said, it's just a great way to reconnect and it's fun to just poke at each other like we did 20 years ago. So it's it's like we never left high school.
0: All right. Wynan, as a veteran of the show, um, what do you think about having five versus four hosts on the episode? <laughs> Well, I want to thank
3: uh, Lexi and Courtney for, for stepping in uh, with short notice. Uh, really appreciate it. I think you guys were lovely and love talking to you again. Five people, this show, this episode is well over an hour long. Yes. Uh, I'm <laughs> looking at it now, so we'll see if anybody makes it to the end. Um, but uh, I did and, and uh, really enjoyed it. Um, so I give it uh, the highest rating it can get according to the Rob Silver scale of seven.
0: Seven.
1: Probably <laughs> <laughs> yes, what you think. I'm glad you brought that up. I do always rate the show. I don't remember what I rated last week's show, but I do know You give
0: us a five Pat, on Pat episode is not
1: two. Pat is not here. So this show has to be better than that last show. <laughs> we like <laughs> a so fine terrible. surgeon removed the wart. Oh. <laughs> and and brought <laughs> He's
2: a great friend and a
1: wonderful person.
2: He's like the nicest human in the history of mankind. Hold on. I want Robbie it's to finish his
0: thought. If Pat's a work, what are Courtney and Lexi?
2: Yeah, really. Bunyan. What is the
0: surgeon adding?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, two lovely
2: Thanks, people. Mike. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I had
1: a great time. Pat,
0: we miss I miss you. you
1: <laughs> but don't rush on coming back as Courtney and Lexi crushed it. They really did a great job.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, This is episode number five. Uh, These shows uh, take next to no time to produce, but it's even easier to not do them. So if you want us to keep putting out content, please let us know. Your encouragement makes it way more likely that we will. Don't forget to (laughs) subscribe, tell a friend about the show and write a review. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at for or against pod. Catch you next time
3: just old friends on the podcast we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against discussing random issues man this show is immense so tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence man we debate a lot issues boy where do we start adults who drink milk and self-driving cars you listening now to for or against
1: so turn the volume up this is for or against i absolutely love that
3: <laughs> that's too good for
2: us it really is too good for the <laughs> bullshit that we're doing <laughs>